You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey there, I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are the hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. This episode is sponsored by Seven Point Threads, which is a locally owned online retail shop that sells exclusive merchandise from cannabis brands. All clothing items are unisex in style and size, so you and all your friends can enjoy. Brand, tell the people about the discount code. Okay, okay, twist my arm. We can't forget that. <laughs> you can use the code HANGOUT for 15% off all purchases at shop7point.com. So guys, let's dive right in. Today for our cannabis conversation, we are going to be speaking with one of our friends. The best way for me to describe this human is a natural, free, moving soul. She's big into Reiki and holistic wellness. She practices plant and energy medicine and is big into native movement. This woman is always motivating, inspiring, moving, and pouring into so many. So guys, please welcome Bailey to the Cannabis Hangout. Gosh, I'm gonna cry. That was the best Stop. introduction ever. <laughs> that was well Thank said. You. Thanks. Nailed it. Um, Thank Bailey, you for welcome. Me. We're so happy to have you, and thanks for just taking time out of your day to even just come be with us for a little bit. It means so much. Um, let's just dive right in, Bailey. Where did your cannabis journey begin, and what do you use cannabis for? Good question. Okay. I I mean, I feel like when I started using cannabis was probably in college, but it's more for just like recreational yeah, and for sure. party. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Um, so I didn't start using it intentionally until I feel like the last maybe three or four years. Mm-hmm. I like that intentionally. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really what I use it for these days is just for self-care to just chill out. Um, I find myself uh, the more I learn about myself, I'm definitely more A-type personality than I thought I was. Uh, <laughs> Surprise! And, yeah. And uh, so I just, I'm, I'm a workaholic. I, you know, and so it just helps me to chill out and yeah. to just fill my cup back up and to slow down and be present. Just zen and out. Zen, yeah. Literally. So took it out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> At what point, um, you said three or four years ago, but like, was there an aha moment where you just felt like you were stirring crazy and then you smoked and you were like, okay, this isn't, this is so much more than just getting high. Cause I was a recreational user for a long time, I would say. And it took me getting into this industry and like being a manager at a dispensary to really understand the medicinal benefits, even, even just the self-care aspect of it. And like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm consuming to slow my brain down cause she's going crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point was your aha moment that you were like, okay, like this is a journey for me. This isn't just me getting high. I mean, I still feel like it's, it's still a journey. I'm still, Always. uh, evolving and still learning about cannabis in so many ways, but I feel like it was probably around 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my husband is the one who really got me more involved with it. Oh, and what a blessing. He was like our, our thing to do together. That, to, bond, I, yeah, yeah. to bond with cannabis so with your significant other is really special. It really is. Yes. And so at the time, though, I was going through such um, just a low point in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I was kind of depressed. And so for me, I felt like it really shifted things for me because I did always find like there was like a stigma around it. Or, yeah, it was just to use for party or mm-hmm. right. whatever. Um but 
it allowed me to like open up my mind in a new way to connect with my body in a new way and to just see things completely different. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it was around like 2015 when I was going through, which I think there were a lot of factors yes. too that were playing into it. I started, um, you know, doing yoga at the time too. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of like, like holistic yes, transformation happening, yeah. but that's when I started to use cannabis the most. And I feel like it just kind of like leveled me up in so many ways and I just began to respect it and to use it in a more intentional way. That's a really good answer. That was a great well answer. Bailey. Elevated. Yeah, you <laughs> elevated. Know. Hell yeah, she did. <laughs> so from what I've seen from you, Bailey, you're a light worker. You always give so much good energy out on Instagram. I just like mm-hmm. love following you because you're just to someone like that to pop up on your feed is so different than, yes. you know, other things. Anyways, I appreciate you. Um, so where did your passion um, f- like form, like diving into spirituality more within yourself? Like where did that stem from? I always have kind of felt, um, I guess, different than some of my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, I don't know, some of the things I was into. um, I tried college for a little bit. That didn't feel right. Like, I just felt like I couldn't Mm -hmm. figure out my path and nothing felt right. And so I was kind of just trying on all the hats. Mm -hmm. And um, really just what landed was really just coming home to uh, myself and using the tools and practices, wellness practices, holistic practices that worked for me. And I just, you know, wanted to share that with other people. And so I feel like that's something that um, I love more than anything is just, I mean, we talked about mm-hmm. this before we started is connecting with people. Yes. Um, so that's what I love the most about my, what I do as far as working with people is just getting to connect and whether that's through movement or Reiki or on social media, mm-hmm. um, it's all about connection. And so if yes. I can, you know, spark inspiration or just be there for someone or, you know, that's what fills me up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I totally see. I definitely see that. It shines through in everything that you <laughs> post and do, Bailey. So with your deep work with spirituality, how has cannabis played a role in your healing and your spiritual side? So many things. Um, I mean, for me, it's full mind, body, spirit. Um, it just, again, it opens my mind to so many things that I feel like I wouldn't normally think on a day-to-day basis. It just expands my mind and um, allows me to go into higher states of consciousness. Um, as far as body, uh, especially my favorite thing to do is to uh, smoke and then move and just mm, yes. really feel yes. embodied. And um, so that's where I find a lot of my creativity is um, when I'm moving and and, um, you know, just uh, in my in my element in that way and specifically spirituality, I feel like, again, it's just it has allowed me to kind of let go of some things or shift out of old paradigms or patterns or belief systems that are just no longer aligned with me. It just yeah. kind of has literally shifted me into a new uh, way of being, way of Mm -hmm. living. So, um, I mean, it is plant medicine at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. So I feel like it's so potent and um, also so subtle at the same time to just be that support and that um, energetic uh, healing medicine um, on a whole nother level. Yes. Yes. So this, I feel like this is, you might've already answered this, but take it how you want. What led you to creating natural native wellness? I know that everything you said kind of probably led up to that, but is there anything I'm missing from that? Yeah. Um, well, I feel like 
creating my business. Let's see. Let me go back. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of doing things for myself, uh, movement, um, yoga, Mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to read all the books, do all the things, take all the classes, go to the retreats. I love retreats so much. I want to go to one, by the way, I see you post about them. I'm going to make my my way there, but yes, everything. Um, and so from that, everything just kind of like, uh, flowed into one another. And I just kept following the little breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. And um, I started working for a naturopathic doctor who really led me into natural health and opened up my eyes to so many things there. And I realized there's just a lot of stuff missing in our community in that type of uh, realm of just holistic wellness. Like yes. it's still very new to mm-hmm. Oklahoma. And so for me, I feel like I'm kind of paving the way and especially for Reiki. And so um, it all just started with with uh, the native movement. And then I really wanted to incorporate other aspects of natural health and uh, the energy medicine side of it. And so um, full circle, full pretty circle. much. Yeah. So, and those go are, hand in hand. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm so passionate about every aspect of it, the movement, the, the Reiki, the natural health. They all and, work so well yeah. together. They do. Yeah. I'll be honest. Sometimes it's hard to like, I feel overwhelmed by it all. Sometimes. Oh, I can I, only yeah. imagine but, it. Yeah, that is a lot. So for somebody who's listening, because I'm sure there is a lot of people who this is very foreign to describe natural native movement and wellness for someone who is unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, So native movement specifically is um, something that I created a few years back and it combines yoga, it combines meditation, breath work, intention setting, and just freestyle movement dance. I feel like that's what's most important is, um, you know, just allowing yourself to move and feel in a way that is non-linear, that just feels good in the body, Mm -hmm. that you don't have to think about, oh, this is the choreography or this is the alignment of how my body should be. Just closing your eyes, listening to the music and just breathing and moving in whatever way your body wants to. It's so liberating. I can't so coming, were you a, a former Thunder Girl, correct? Mm-hmm. So what being going, I, when you said choreography, that's what was like my keyword. <laughs> so how is that, how have you like paired those two with like native yeah. movement versus like that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so actually choreography growing up and, uh, going into professional dancing, uh, choreography is probably one of my like weaker aspects. Um, I just, it takes me forever yeah. to pick up choreography yeah. to remember it. Um, I, I it's like honestly very hard. Way. I think yeah. I would definitely you, be the same way. It's not to, easy. Yeah. You have to remember like 10 dances and just storm in your back pocket and I'm mm. just like, wow. whip it out whenever. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a lot of pressure. It really is. So, but I've always loved dancing. That's always mm-hmm. been my passion. And so for me, I felt like that's kind of what's missing is there's dance classes for certain things. And then, you know, um, there's, you see people on, on social media and stuff too, that are like, you know, TikTok routines and everything. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. with, this is really for people who want to get away from like trying to mm-hmm. memorize certain moves or this or that and feel, and be confined by the, those structures of movement and to just feel liberated by what their body wants to do and, and moving with their own creative expression. So, yeah. um, I don't know. It just, naturally it flowed for me and I feel like that's kind of outside of Thunder. I would always move and dance that way on my own anyways. So I don't know, it was freedom to me. And again, I just wanted to share that with others. It's like your stars aligned in the way they were supposed to. I love that for you. So um, I know you just kind of explained what the native movement is. What about Reiki? Some like practicing Reiki to someone who I know what it is and I love it. I think it's beautiful. Um, what, how would you just like give a little synopsis to someone who doesn't know what 
that would be. Yeah. So Reiki is a um, relaxation therapy. It is um, derived from the Japanese culture. And so primarily it's just, um, you know, working with the energy of your your being, your body. I I focus on the energy centers known as the chakras as well. But um, I'm just helping you to go into a state of deep relaxation to support your body, to create an environment for your body to heal or rejuvenate or just reconnect to this inner part of yourself that a lot of times we just don't make time to connect to and Mm -hmm. we're stressed or, you know. So uh, Reiki helps so many things as far as stress relief, inflammation in the body, body, um, helps with sleep and, um, man, so many things, mood. Uh, but yeah, it's just a gentle hands on and hands above, um, technique that, um, I do. And I, I guide my clients through breath work and meditation and I use That's so cool. aromatherapy and crystals and all the, fun. okay. I got oh, a book. I need a I book. Know, I, need yeah. Same. <laughs> I know really get that a one session. And yeah. so is cannabis something you implement into your Reiki sessions if people are open and has that elevated your practice you think, or open new doors for you with cannabis and perspective in that aspect? Great question. So the only person I've been able to do Reiki on um, under the influence of cannabis is my husband. (laughs) Um, I would love, love, Mm. love, love to begin implementing that plant medicine. That would be awesome. Um, And even in my movement classes too, but primarily Reiki, I can just see how beneficial that would be to fully just relax the body Mm -hmm. and take them into those higher states of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. So um, I don't know. We'll see. I I would love to offer that in the future. That is something I'd be very interested if you offer that. (laughs) I know, seriously. So we know you're married and you have such a little beautiful family with old Blue with that cute little face. Tell us a little bit. It's a dog. Yes, Blue is a dog. Sorry, Blue (laughs) Santana to be specific, guys. Um, Tell us a little bit about your cannabis use with your husband and how that's impacted your relationship. I know for me and mine, it's a bond that ties us in more ways than one. And if slash when we do have a tiff we smoke about it. Like that is our thing. It's like, don't talk to me for like 30 minutes. We'll, and then like the white flag is coming back. Like, Hey, you want to smoke this joint, you know? And just all the anxieties and just being able to dissect the emotions and without being right or trying to prove a point in the heightened moment. How do you feel like it's affected your relationship? I mean, it, it is, it enhances intimacy. It enhances so many things, but specifically what you talked about. Absolutely. Um, and the native American cultures, we call it the peace pipe. And even Mm. though it's tobacco, I mean, you can also use cannabis or herbs. Mm -hmm. And so I think of that very thing and it's, you know, this is my peace offering, like let's come together. Let's, let's talk. But for us specifically, it's, um, our time to just, yeah, come together and be present mm-hmm. with each other, get off our social media, just wind down from the day. I'm someone that, again, tends to live in my head a lot and be kind of stressed from just work. Um, so just to decompress from the day and to be present with each other and just laugh. Yes. And, oh my gosh. We love to laugh. And like I said, we're going <laughs> yes. to a comedy show later. And so our favorite <laughs> thing to do is just get high and watch funny people. Love oh my that. gosh. That's, that's so, so awesome. Like, I know. That sounds awesome. I, I really does. <laughs> So when it comes to using cannabis, are you like a flower girl only? That's like your yes. preferred method consumption. Yes, that's okay. probably my preference. Um, we did get a um, Puffco. Congrats. I, I got my husband that for Christmas. That's um, a good gift. Yeah. And I don't hate it. I'm not loving it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think flowers. It's different. It is. It's it different. Is. Dabs are something that... It took Brand it it took me and Brandon mm-hmm. a little bit to actually I'm more of a flower girl because yeah. of like the holistic mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. the, the yes. whatever yeah. behind it. Yeah. And that's how I'm it. But then I'm, you know, here's yeah. the cannabis hangout. And <laughs> now we're dabbing. I've, we're dabbing I've it up. Figured some things out, but I yeah. still always go back to. Flower. Have you ever tried like tinctures? Um, I have. Um, they're okay too. I'm I'm just picky about taste. No, too. I feel you. No, you no, I feel that. that. I feel you that. Find what works you for you yeah. and what mm-hmm. actually works and you like. Yeah. There's so much out there. there I right. think. So what's been the most eye opening thing about being able to use cannabis legally, especially in your home state? Oh, oh my gosh. Um I mean, just feeling like you don't have to like hide it anymore. But I know, that's um, real, so that's real. real. Yeah. Driving in my car, there's like yeah. I literally, if you go look at my car right now, there's probably <laughs> six tubes of joints just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can do it. I can do it. But I think really, it's kind of like a fun activity too for my husband and I to like go find new strains all the time and yeah. try them out. It's like an activity. Um, so I think that's cool too to just um, there's just so much more variety mm-hmm. now than just like it can be overwhelming. Yeah, it can be. Mm-hmm. So um, I really love that that you just have so many options, um, but that you you know you can try them all and then like yeah. the fun edibles. Yeah, um, yes. those are really fun too. Those so. are very dangerous. Uh, yes, that too. <laughs> Exploring. Yeah, that's, just, Exploring. that's fun. Period. Yes. So yeah. is there certain terpenes or like? strains that you kind of like to stick with? Because I know certain ones will give me anxiety. Do you find that to be, especially with somebody who's always in her head, do you find that to, has it ever triggered yours, I guess? Yes and no. I find my myself naturally drawn to uh, sativas. Okay, I feel yeah, like same, that same. is just your thing. My same. Thing. I yep. feel that so hard. Mm-hmm. Indicas give me anxiety yeah. and makes me think uh-huh. really hard. And then I go down this <laughs> deep, dark deep hole rabble. and I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't be here right now. How did I end up here? Ooh, yeah, How there was a uh, funny story uh, this past 420, you know, because we were all inside for COVID. Mm-hmm. And so we just decided, oh, no, we had made edibles. That's what it was. Um, banana nut Fun. bread edibles, Yum. homemade, oh. <laughs> and I ate a little bit way too much. Mm. And so, um, truthfully, too, I've never experienced mushrooms or anything like that mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Um, cannabis is all that I've done, and so I went down a deep oh. rabbit hole, lost my ego, bless your heart, all of it. Oh. Or it's a four twenty. I'll remember forever. Oh, so. God. <laughs> Were you just like freaking out? Yeah, I I had to call my therapist the next yeah. day and help her kind of refragment myself back together. You feel like you need to like put yourself back together, <laughs> huh? Do. I was like, what is a chair? How do we, what, like, <laughs> you know, just like questions All like the that. Things. Like nothing made sense, but everything oh, made goodness. sense at the same time. Where did the time. name, the <laughs> chair come from? Because that's what I, I, sometimes I'll be really high thinking. <laughs> Who named this yeah. a pipe? Like, what is a pipe? Yeah. Like, what am, what is this? Who like, am I? Yeah. yeah. What's so, happening? What year are we in? Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh, yeah. it's, it's like really that. <laughs> it's like that sometimes. That's that's hilarious. Thanks for sharing, Bailey. <laughs> so I know you're passionate about many things and you said in all different areas. What would you have to say you're most passionate about though? Like something you just zone in on that you just love. I still think that's um, really community and connection because whether it's classes or whether it's uh, facilitating one-on-one sessions with people or doing book club or doing things like this, like whatever can spark community and connection with people just... Oh, it's what I live for. And so, um, you know, and if I can, like I said... um, you know, support people or uh, give them tools and practices for their own well-being or mm-hmm. whatever it mm-hmm. is, um, as long as, you know, uh, 
Because to me, I feel like that exchange is just mutual of, you know, I'm giving my love Mm -hmm. and support and then feeling that connection in return. So, yeah, that's a beautiful answer. All your answers are beautiful. Yeah, you really nailed it there, Bailey. (laughs) Thanks. So we ask everyone this question. What stigma would you like to see change when it comes to cannabis? Um, I would say that you can certainly be a professional entrepreneur, someone that is very successful and working their ass off to do what they love. Um, and you can still smoke weed and yeah, do it all. And I feel like mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. That's good, Bailey. Oh, well, I feel like this has wrapped up our conversation and we had a lot of good questions, Bailey. Thank you so much for being here and answering them and just taking time out of your day again to be here. Is there anything else you want to mention before we hop off here? I don't think so. Thank We're you good. Give us your social so handles yes. so that people can follow. Oh, yes. um, Natural Native Wellness. He'll give her a follow, guys. Bailey, thank you so much. This is so thank awesome. You. You're so beautiful. We loved having Likewise. you here. This is so awesome. Stay tuned for next week's episode. <laughs> Copper <laughs> says bye. And as always, so stay medicated. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.